No, this is a making your bed podcast now. This is not a making your bed podcast. No, we have to continue. Like I refuse to have a making your bed podcast. This is it. We're we're moving. (laughs) Listen, you're gonna be a dad soon. You're gonna have this conversation. And then I'm gonna make other people's beds. I'm not gonna make my bed. I'm gonna make other people's beds. Come over and make my bed. Are you gonna do the intro this week? I haven't been studying the intro. Hi, my name is Mo, and this is some other guy. Welcome to the <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the reaction phase. The number oh. one flesh and blood podcast that comes out on this channel on Monday mornings. You guys know me, my name is Josh, and I'm back with Mo Dollars himself, Mo Markets, Mo Bogsley. What's going on, man? What is up? Mo oh my money, god, Mo what is happening? <laughs> what are you doing? What? <laughs> Make it rain! Woo! Dude, is this Woo! first of all you're gonna be so mad that you have to clean this up afterwards? This is podcast money, baby. What is is this what like high level flesh and blood players do? Do you just have stacks and racks just sitting on your desk? Basically, yeah. When you're as good as team as set and you just get paid thousands of tournament, that's great. Dude, what? Thanks, Josh, by the way, for the salary. Um, (laughs) It means a lot. It means a lot. I tried, I'm on another podcast with a couple friends of mine, and one of those friends is a big capitalist, entrepreneur, money businessman, and he was making a good point. So I flashed a $100 bill in front of the screen to try to distract him, and it worked, but I did not, was several hundred dollar bills. I don't even want to do the podcast anymore. You don't just keep several hundreds on your desk, like no. You want to shoot that my way? Your uh, red crushed pepper, because it's all right. All right, next time, like. Ladies and gentlemen, you can watch this podcast on YouTube, and we are working to get it uploaded to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so give that time. But next episode will just be a tour of Mark's desk. I think. I think yeah, next it's, episode, it's interesting. like the stuff that you find here. It's very interesting. But, you know, next to the money signs, you do have your alt art, you know, knickknacks. Because, like, I have just... some cards. I do have some cards that I've specced on. I have my foil uh, even bigger than that. Are those so. the Rudy promos or no? Just the foils? No, just the foil even bigger than that. I like the regular Fair. foil ones. I think they're cool. Fair. But Fair. we've got a sweet pod planned for you guys today. We're going over some stuff. Dude, there hasn't been a lot happening. And for those out there, for any news that's happened between the recording of this pod and the release of this pod, we're recording early because Mo Dollars over there is apparently going on a baller vacation. Where are you, what are you doing? I am. I'm going on a cruise to uh, the Caribbean, actually, so I can't wait. It's like an eight-day cruise. It's going to be super exciting. Okay, so so you couldn't win in Chicago, so you ran away to Colorado, and now you can't win in Colorado, so you're running to the Caribbean to try to win? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat all the old ladies on the cruise ship. That this, sounds really bad. This oh man <laughs> stops at nothing to stack fab dubs, right? <laughs> but did you hear about the special guest we got? So James White called in busy last minute, but we got yes. Mario. So shout out to I Mario did. for showing up last minute. I Just, and I know, heard is Mario under up. a blanket or playmats? It's kind of cold, so it's a playmat. You know, I got so many of these like high end playmats that I just don't even the blanket. Don't these. like we're not having just, a play. We're not having a playmat competition. <laughs> I will crush you. It's not really? close. It is. We, we not can do close. this. We can do this. It is not close. We can do a live. Yeah, it is not close. Let's see, let's see. I have like like this high of like play math. Three like digits. Easily. I, I have three digits. No, so do I. Like easily. Like like several three digits of play mats. Now, a lot of those are hometown TCG play mats. <laughs> I'll show you my uh, my play mats if you show me your play mats. <laughs> anyway, we're not getting into this, but we have a cool pod planned for you today. We are going to talk about for the fans out there. We're going to talk about Azalea getting her first living legend points, and we're going to go from there to talk about some of the the least the lesser talked about fab heroes, the niche heroes, maybe those on the outside looking in. Because I know you and I have kind of a soft spot in our heart for some of those decks, so this is a good opportunity to talk about that. We are then going to talk upcoming events. We got some big stuff coming up. We got SCG Baltimore, which, as of the release of this pod, will have happened, and you may or may not have been there for a day, depending on your flight schedule. We also have Pro Tour Lyle, and we've talked about the Pro Tour a lot, but we want to talk specifically about the calling and maybe some side events going on at the Pro Tour. So we are going to focus on that. We are going to then, of course, finish with chatting about the market 
and our closing crazy comment section where you guys have an opportunity to tell Mo Boxley to make his bed. How could I make it when someone's clearly using it? Like, that's just rude, guys. So, spoiler it's alert, my rude. wife went through a phase where she would do that in the morning. She would wake up, because she wakes up, she's a teacher. She wakes up before the good Lord ever wakes up to go to school and teach these kids. And while I'm sleeping in the bed, she would be, like, making the bed. And I was like, hey, so, this feels awful, like, while I'm in the bed with you. Like, this this does not feel great for me. <laughs> so, honest question. Why even make your bed? Because, like, you're just, like, why? Because she wants me to, and she tells me to, and I love her. All right. But, like, everyone that's like, yo, Mo, make your bed? Why? I'm just going like, to First of all, you're, it. Like, are you why? new to the internet? If you attack the comment section, that's you're not going I to will. win. You're Come not going to win. Go, comments. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'll be here all day. Speaking of winning, Azalea stacking some LL points in her first event. Uh, do you regret our recent Team Ascent Azalea no. tier vid? It's weird. Normally, Azalea only catches L's, not LL's. So it's like, it's well, a weird she day caught for her. so many, she stacked two of them together. Boom, got some to so go. Do uh, two L's make an LL? Because this does not feel right. <laughs> If so, Azalea would have hit Living Legend well before any of the hero. Maybe so you. shortly after Leviah. Uh, but yeah, have you taken a listen to the deck list so far? It's got zero null rune, I was told. No null rune, like almost no blues. It's like super like aggressive. Is it? And yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I was reading Twitter all morning and they're like two, like basically no blues, no null runes. Just it's going to hit you and it's going to hit you hard. Running Death Dealer, I assume? I they haven't posted the deck list as of now. Wow. But I was seeing the rumors of it and I was like, this is spicy. So if it's a if it's a go hard Azalea list, there there's something recently in the meta that would have helped that or given that some legs and things like uh Bolton Shot and things like uh Rain Razors could have given that a, a you know a little bit of legs, a little bit of gas. But if that's your plan. If, if your plan is, like, just go hard and go aggressive and not go super tall and dominate hit effects, mm -hmm. there's no reason not to play Lexi. Like, uh, in my opinion. There's a reason. Lexi has Living Legend uh, points already. If you want to be oh, the first, but if you want to oh, be the sure. first, for the, like, why for, not, you know? For the clout. For the clout. Yeah. For the yeah, clout. Yeah, yeah. Like, gotta yeah, get those dude. internet points. Me and you both know, like, dude, internet I, points. First of all, I am all about the internet points. Mm -hmm. I, I often play test, like, niche weird list that i really like to play just in case they have any steam so i can be like guys you have was to play first. this like you don't even know like i i built the deck before you guys even knew about it you i would just be like you have to go play this because it's super fun so azalea is something i gotta admit and then shout out again i feel like we shout out these guys levi over at too the round much, table of rage yeah probably we too should much. start taking like i don't know sponsorship money from them or something like at this point like and if you want to take sponsorship money from someone, you can visit minmaxgamesfab.com. You can use promo code HTTCG to get 5% off your singles order of $50 or more. Visit the link in this video's description. But we should note that as I play Azalea, I really like to play the hit effects. I like to play like a mid-range control because that's the first Azalea deck that I saw just that looked like so much fun. It was gas. It was in the chain meta. So you were like, oh, my whole plan is to just shut down like chain and, and use blood debt and some dominate and, and get chain to essentially yeah. kill himself. Right. Just make him but not I, do anything. Like... I've tried to play aggro Azalea and spoiler alert. It, and maybe I'm building it wrong. It goes poorly. Like so, so poorly. That's one of the big problems with Rangers. Like if you don't draw well, if you don't draw an arrow, it just feels terrible. And I think oh, Azalea my. can kind of fight against that with like, some of the opting she does, but man, if you have a bad job with the Ranger, you just lose all tempo and it just feels miserable. So dude, it feels so bad. There are turns with Lexi, you're you're like, okay, pushing 24, 25 damage, getting ready for my next turn. Look at my hand. Shed tier. And not only that, but everything in your hand now block also blocks for two. So you're blocks like blocks for two. And if they say command and conquer, you're just dead in the water. Like if yeah. you ever hear your opponent go command and conquer, you're like, I'm going home, guys. I'm not having fun. <laughs> Thank Goodbye. I appreciate <laughs> you. The best is command and conquer, block with two, three blocks, then drop three of a kind and still be able to keep up some kind of tempo. So mm -hmm. there are tools for Ranger, and Ranger has a lot of card draw, which 
if you follow this channel at all, or you know, you know this about me, Mo. I like I like card draw, man. Pummeling pursuit of knowledge is like my it's my it's my jam. Like that's probably, that's probably my favorite play. It. It's, dude, that's a, my favorite play in Flesh and Blood. Like the incremental value you get from mm -hmm. that play is just like card oh. draw to beautiful. I don't care how much. I don't even care how much damage it does. I don't even care. Mm -hmm. I, I it can deal zero. Just let me draw it can deal zero right. damage as long as you discard a card and I draw net two card swing. Oh, bro, I'm in. I'm so dude, in. It's cards so are great. Good. Like seeing as many cards in a turn as possible is what makes Azalea so much fun with all yes. the opting, all the card draw. Like it lets you do stuff outside of your hand, which is hard to do in Flesh and Blood. Like Chain did it pretty well. Kano does it. Azalea <laughs> does it. Who else does it? Like, really, no one... Spoiler alert, cards. playing cards from a second zone outside of your hand. Good. Who knew? <laughs> I, I didn't. Thanks who for telling could, me. Like, who could have foreseen this? With, like, no drawback either? Oh, my God. Whew. Well, they, they do a damage to you. When you start at 40, yeah. Yeah, it's a big... When you do 40 to them, you take five. Like, ah. But shucks, we compensated like, for it. You get an extra six health essentially with Husk. So oh, yeah, we yeah, compensate. Yeah, good point. We good compensated. Point. Yeah. yeah. Husk is okay. fair. <laughs> I most oppressive card in flesh and blood. Carrying Husk is the most oppressive card in this. We're game. gonna circle back to this every week and just be like, This is I, Husk. Good job. Good I, job. There are there are certain things I will scream from the mountaintop. This has nothing to do with Azalea or niche heroes. Well, you know, niche heroes at this point chain is what in a niche format. So chain's a niche hero. Yeah. He's in a format with only, format. yeah, only like one other player or one other person. You you can play Chain in CC still. You just have 20 life. Oh, 26 life. You got 26 life. You just play him in CC. <laughs> you have seeds. It's great. No, that's a problem. The first time a young hero wins a, a major CC event, we're in trouble. That's not great. <laughs> I'm going to start bringing up the skirmishes and just try to like, I'm going to go to Chicago, bring young Chain at a CC event and, and, and just continue, roll. And continue losing? Like... Oh, so good par for the course for you. But I don't know. All I do is lose, 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 no matter what. <laughs> so, yeah, there are certain things like that. I will scream that from the mountaintop, and I will scream how unfun it is to play against Oldham from the mountaintop. Okay. I actually enjoy the uh, the strategy against Oldham. It seems fun. It's like a puzzle. but it, Sure. If, if your puzzle is a brick wall and your tool to beat the puzzle is your face, and you just have to smash your face against that brick wall until you're through. It's no. a normal Saturday night. You know this. I just go to the bar and just like smash it. <laughs> if you see Mo Boxley out and about, ask him to perform this party trick for you. He will. I've seen it. It's, it's pretty great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Buy him a Red Bull and vodka. He does it. It's great. <laughs> or sorry, a G Fuel and vodka. Shout out G Fuel, uh, future um, sponsor yeah. of this podcast. Hashtag code Moboxley at checkout for 0% off. You're welcome. <laughs> Hashtag code Moboxley for getting blocked at checkout. No, <laughs> you, you can no longer. You use promo code HTTCG to get kicked off the website. Feel free. <laughs> so let's let's talk about some other niche heroes because I want to talk about this. I, and for my own selfish reason, I want to expand niche heroes into also niche strategies. Because that's fair. That's fair. You my, can place every hero so many different ways that you can find sure. a niche strategy in every hero. Sure. What's your favorite like off meta niche hero deck? You know, no live not living legend points. Not, like, yeah, yeah. Outside the box. What's your favorite deck? Honestly, Data Doll. Data Doll is like a puzzle. Again, it's drawing extra cards technically. Sure. And every game with Data Doll is just a ton of fun. You can play Ivafidia, which is one of my favorite cards to pitch yeah. every game. So, like, Data Doll is a fun puzzle with every game feels different because you're randomly boosting stuff and just hoping to hit them. And I, I can <laughs> honestly so say, fun. I think Data Doll, I think Data Doll in a CC format with 40 life could actually be playable. I think but she might actually be decent. I, that's an unacceptable answer. You have to come up with a better answer. Because well, last I think week... Blitz. Data Doll and Blitz, I think. The internet knows that last week on this podcast, you claimed that Data Doll was not only going to have a spot in Blitz, but was going to perform as one of the top decks. So you don't get to know. The the claim, the question was an outside off meta, not a top deck. What's well, your favorite she, hero to play? Off meta right now, right? Like no one's no, playing Data Doll. No, according to you, she's top tier. She's S tier. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> S plus. Maybe Starvo Maybe. tier. Maybe Star Rotary. I mean, <laughs> she's too good. Band, hash, hashtag band data doll. I want to get some hashtag, hashtag band data, data doll. Two, uh, two intellect, not three. Three intellect, too good. 
Let us know in the comment section how many intellect do you think Data Doll should have, and how much <laughs> intellect do you think we have for suggesting that you play Data Doll at the freaking at freaking Worlds? Yeah, if this video gets yeah. one thousand likes, I will play Data Doll at Worlds. <laughs> Done. Lock it in. We're doing it. Uh, I'm gonna edit that and just put the word views <laughs> over likes. <laughs> and just oh, you gotta do it, dude. You gotta do it. That's a if joke. This video you know. gets. 1,000 views. <laughs> Say the words for me so I have a place to cut it up from. Thank you. Thank you. So, no, you got to give us a real niche hero. I'll, I'll let you think. I'll give mine. I love the concept. When Briar was announced and released, the concept of this value strategy Briar where you're throwing these six attacks, you're using Earth Lore Surge to pump them, and you're using things like crown of seeds to constantly find attacks versus non-attack actions and then also getting access to cards that block that are elemental they block for more and then oh what's the instant that is i forgot the name of the card it's an instant and you can buff the block on an elemental card it is oh, uh, and it's plus four for red plus three for yellow plus two for summer, blue is it summerwood shelter Ah, uh, that could be. I, I remember. I know the card. It's yeah, a, it's a rare. And, and like that's I, I one of my favorite you. tools. That's one of my favorite tools in the toolbox, mm -hmm. especially the blue one. It fuses. It, it, you know, it adds two block. It's a blue. It can go into your arsenal. It can be thrown away if you don't like it with crown. And another thing with mm -hmm. crown, it turns on cards like Tome of Harvest. I can now arsenal oh, that last Tome that of Harvest. I love that card, and I get to play oh, that card in that deck. I'm so excited! It says draw oh, cards. I mean, draw three. It's I'm net. In. It's net even, right? Realistically, it's net even. It's half of realistically. It's bad, but man, it's fun. But like, man, it's so much fun. You get to see. So I was playing Sift. I was playing with John over at uh, Treasure Horde Games the other day. A, a pretty cool local shop out by us, owned by a friend of mine. Uh, shout out Dennis. Shout out Zach. Those guys own that place. And we were playing some some fab over there after checking out the shop. And Sift was one of those cards where it's like, good Briar players, like, if you're playing Sift, you're playing Briar wrong. It's a blue that yes. blocks for three and with yep. an embodiment blocks for four. But, man, some turns we're like, I'm going to hold it and YOLO this hand and get half an embodiment and throw two cards Just away. Just Dude, it, <laughs> it's so much fun. Anyway, so that's, you know my Briar strategy. Oh, and in that strategy, you get to be like, Earth Lore Surge. Pursuit of Knowledge, Pummel. Pummel, oh god, I love Pummel. A good Dude, Pummel is always just a good time. Like The best, how how often do you stare at your opponent? Your opponent's like, Command and Conquer, one card in Arsenal, two pitch floating, or one pitch floating at a tunic counter. He's just looking at you like, and you're like, I, Dude, I know, I know what you're doing. You're not slick. Like, I'm aware. That that's the reason why I like to play one razor reflex or one pummel in almost every deck that I play, because once they see you pitch that first one or play that first one, they will respect it for the rest of the game, and you don't have to commit because you don't have any more. They see that one, and they're like, "I did that in chain. I played one red razor reflex, and the, the first one always gets some, and the second and third you don't need because they think they will overblock Lake and they will play around it. And you just laugh. You're like there's no more razor reflexes. Like dude, shout out hometown TCG ascent. Ian deadly Barracuda did a deck tech on the channel. And he did a chain masterclass for all the patrons. And he was like, same reason he goes every chain list. And this guy, this guy had games on chain. Mm -hmm. I, it was insane. The amount of chain this guy played. And he was like, yep, it's one razor reflex in the list. And everybody was like, why one, why one? He's like, because you either razor reflex something and it's value, or you banish or pitch it and it's psychic damage. It's mental yep. value. Your opponent, play, your opponent plays around the other two for the rest of the game. It's crazy. If you want to get super crazy, you play like a yellow and a red. So they have no idea how many have in the deck. And they're like, mm, like, like a yellow and a red pummel or like a blue and a red pummel. Yellow razor reflex is such a bad rate. It's so, That's the it's best so reason why you play it. Because it's so bad that it's good. Oh, dude. Okay. So so that's that's probably my favorite pet deck. What do you what do you got as far as niche heroes? What do you what do you like to play? I really like I, again you're gonna argue this isn't niche, but I really love my dash. Like item dash, not boost dash, good old fashioned item. I'm gonna shoot you to death dash. I think at this point that's like, niche. Now now come the Guardian oh. Winter, it might not mm -hmm. be. But right now, she, yeah. She's yeah, just yeah. so much fun to play. Like you yeah. get all your dice, you lay all your dice onto the table. <laughs> 
And they're like, you don't need that many dice. And then you flip over your hero, and they're like, wait, that's not Pounder. What are you? And they're like, item, 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 item. They're like, please stop. <laughs> item, item, item. What, what Mo's not telling you is this whole deck's night. in hard cases, too. Your whole deck is in hard cases? Every so these items are taking up, like, this massive space on the board. She's like, playing with permanents in Flesh and Blood feels illegal. It feels like I'm breaking the core rules of the game, and it just feels so much fun to do so. Like, And yet you oh. hate Prism. I don't understand. Prism is a fun deck to play, but it's just miserable to play against. I think it's the worst deck to play against. But, um, think, but outside of Dash... I think sure. we've talked about Prism too much. I think we're just going to skip over that. I want to give you an opportunity think... to call Prism players bad again. <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they're not good. But I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Listen, listen. If Prism players were good, the deck would have LL already. Listen, listen. Okay? Outside of Dash just 1. Saying. Listen, outside of Dash 1. <laughs> I love a good KO. Like, I just like rolling dice. And just That's being able to roll dice is such a... Like, I think Kale's going to take worlds by storm if people break the deck. But right now, you just bring your favorite D6s and you're just like, woo, I'm going to roll. Like, it's like the craps table. Like, I want to buy one of those like mini crap tables set and bring it to the flesh and blood and just roll them. Just like roll it on the craps table. And just, I'm going like, to tape down. Next time I play Kyle, I'm going to tape down a cardboard box and throw down some singles. Like, I'm in the alley shooting dice while I'm playing. Like, like, honestly, just, like, dude, you get one of those mini crap tables. And you know what? You get the, what is it, ready to role play mat? Whatever, like, the, it's on the crap table. There's a, I don't know if it's a oh, play mat yet. Gambler's, a gambler's gloves. Gambler's, no, gambler's gloves. gloves. Well, that, that's one of them. Yeah. There was a new card in Everfest, like, on the crap table. Editor, pull that oh. up. Put that on the screen. Yeah, Josh, do it. Uh, yeah, it's but... not happening. <laughs> yeah, I know what yeah, you're like, talking about, though. That would like, be sweet. Oh, uh, rolling dice. Like, that's why I always wanted the gambler's glove play mat. And that's why I think I own three Gambler's Gloves and two of the boots because I kept on forgetting I had them. I just kept buying more because I love the art and I love the card. I'm like, like, dude, I need some of these in my life. I want to roll dice. Like, There's nothing yeah. that feels better than playing a, like a fun Kyo list. Like there's, oh my gosh. it's. So I, I think the best part is like Flesh and Blood is so great if you build your own decks and then just bring them and no one knows what's going on. Like it's that's so, what makes it fun. It... I will scream about this. One of the very first, I think it was the second hometown throwdown. You were here for it in the hometown TCG studios, hashtag my basement. And we were playing, we were playing flesh and blood and we were playing each other's decks and Mm -hmm. uh, a buddy, the the guy who owns one of the guys who owns treasure horde, Dennis, both of them were here, but I was playing Zach's Kyo deck that he Mm -hmm. built for his his girlfriend. And we're, I was having so much fun with this deck and it was one of those brute cards. You draw a card and discard a card. So I, I emptied my hand, play that card, draw and discard, and I drew and discard a one of Crazy Brew mm-hmm. off the top of the deck. And I just yelled across the road. I was like, what the hell is this doing in here? He's like, what? She likes to roll dice and it's Crazy Brew. Like, why not? I was like, that's sure. That's but, so much fun. And it makes one of the most memorable moments of like me hanging around with my friends playing Flesh and Blood, like stuff like that happening. So Kyle mm-hmm. is just, oh, so, and- so great for that. So much fun. And those pet cards, like those like random like includes that you don't expect, like at the Pro Tour, the first Pro Tour, it was a Prism Air match. I got pummeled. Like he hailed a rare edition and then pummeled it. And I was like, this is just good times. Like I'm not even mad. I'm gonna lose this game, but I'm having fun, you know? Like I like, love I'm, that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm getting pummeled. I don't like it, but gosh darn it if it's not happening. Like, and then you get pummeled day two in the Pro Tour. You're like, oh, it's Herald's Air Edition with a pummel. I just lose. Like, I can't come back from this. Like no, and it's like the guys. So we're playing up at MinMax a lot, and the the players at MinMax are very. They're probably some of the most competitive, and, and best in the region. They're fantastic players, and players that hide, pummel are so annoying to play against. Players where you can read, like me and my friends, we're gonna publish. It's like, like it's it's like this. Co- but players that can hide pummel and you truly don't see it coming. The most so annoying, good. the most so annoying good. play. Cause you're like, it's such a blowout turn, right? When it happens and you're like, why is pummel? Why is pummel in your Azalea deck? You're just pummeling a battering bolt. Like that's all you're doing over and over again. Like that's the only thing you're doing or command and conquer. You're like, great. Thanks. Sweet. Oh, Super God, pummeling command and conquer is so pummeling much fun. Command and conquer so is, much fun. It should be illegal. Especially like against sh- the Ranger. Like they block six and you're like, nope. Nope. Over the top. That should Got be illegal. Em. So, 
those are definitely some of the most fun decks. I used to have mm. fun playing Bravo in Blitz, OG Bravo in Blitz with Stamp Authority oh. and turning off uh, on hit effects and stuff like that and just drawing that, drawing mm. extra cards, uh, Blessing of Deliverance, drawing some cards, getting some incremental value there. That was always tons of fun. Another fun one that I played against at the last skirmish I went to. Okay. It was Val- Valdera. Val. Oh, is the one that makes all the seismic surges like a trillion? Valda. That deck seems good too. Like, yeah, they're going off against me, and I was like, "Ooh, I got this draw two card off the top. I guess I can't play it as Kano because they're just gonna dominate me to death." Like, oh, that deck seems fun. It does seem like so much fun. Mm-hmm. And and you were at that event. Let's talk about really quick. You were at the event. It's called the Coaxing. It was yep. held by uh, I know Joey from Dex and Drafts. Uh, shout out Joey from Dex and Drafts out there. Does does all that stuff. And events like that, first of all, that event is always, it's amazing. It's an all-star event every year, and it gives players the opportunity to go out and have some fun, just be amongst the community and play the game. I don't want to say casually, but play their pet decks. No one's playing like Pro Tour Tech. They're playing like Valda Create 14 Seismic Surge. They're playing Pummel Azalea, stuff like that. Like, that is such a sweet event. Yeah. Like there was 69 of us in the main event and there was probably nice. about 25, 30 casual people either learning the game, hanging out, just playing ultimate fit fight. Like there's probably 110 people at least at that bar just jamming flesh and blood either casually or in the skirmish. Like it just showed yeah. how big the community is. Like I was amazed. Dude, that, that 110 like people that. for, yeah, a nothing, like just like a fun skirmish event is amazing. It was. It, it was. What the flesh and blood I saw a bunch of- can do. Dude, I saw a bunch of footage from you guys. Events like that are the best Flesh and Blood events. Mm-hmm. I know that you're super competitive, high-level player and stuff like that, but these events should be the backbone of our community. They're, and, I agree. And uh, the people like the game so much that they're literally making their own events, right? Mm-hmm. It's They're just finding a reason to come together and play this game. So shout-out to that event. Shout-out to Joey. Shout-out to all you guys out there that went out there. Um, I knew you guys were giving away. I sent you guys some stuff to give away. I know you guys funded some stuff yourself to give yeah, away. We gave away booster packs. We gave away your promos, which is super yep. fun. Like if we had a unique or like just a really crazy game, we would give them a Herald promo. And it was just a great way to like support the community, support just everything going on there. I believe you gave away three coaching lessons as well. Yes. So like just like a great way to like support the community. Just come to come around like. It was, Listen, it was a blast, man. Like at least Tima said, we're here to like have fun. Like first and foremost, like we're there just to chill out and just. I know a few of the Tima sent guys had a little bit too much to drink, and they're just having a great time. Like you don't, you don't say that sounds so out of character for us. That's uh, that sounds so out, out of character for us. And in Vegas, when I would leave the events, I was like, oh god, I gotta get a drink. And when John used to work the channel with me, he was John is very healthy to his credit. Like oh, the good hundred percent. Like people call him Johnny Six Pack for a reason. Like that's there's there's I think a it's reason. Johnny Pack at this point, like he's at least at least six. Let's let's okay. Eight. Maybe seven and a half. Maybe let's Johnny seven and a half pack. Six when it's cold. But <laughs> <laughs> there's he he. We would leave and I'd be like, oh, let's go grab a drink. And he was like, no. Nah, yeah. But the flesh of Black community is like, oh, let's go let's go get a beer. Everyone's like, we're totally down. Like this is just great. What a good one hundred percent. The last Vegas event I went to, uh, we were going to go to Gordon's Burgers just to get some burgers. I'm walking past the blackjack tables. It's just like they're all filled with flesh and blood players, just hanging out, having a good time. Like I stopped at one of them and just chatted. I was like, hey guys, how's it going? Like, oh, uh, we need more like more big events in those fun locations like Vegas where people can go enjoy the spot they're in and ignore the nail clippers. I don't know why I have them enjoy the spot they're in, <laughs> but also just like, like enjoy flesh and blood, but do other stuff while they're there. I think making memories is what makes card games so great. And flesh and blood's community is so good at making memories with each other. Like I went Dude, to top golf in Vegas. Yeah. I don't golf. I went to top golf with flake. Oh, I know you don't up. golf. And, like, you do it was not a great golf. time. You do not uh, golf. Maybe, Maybe go to Top Golf. Maybe don't swing the club again. Listen, maybe. I embarrassed myself pretty bad, but I had a great time. But you had like, a good time. And that's a great transition. Just, yeah, into talking about these events. And we got SCG Con with, mm-hmm. uh, coming up. 
And I think these events are a great example of what you're talking about. This mm -hmm. SCG common event is going to be nothing super competitive. I think there's, mm -hmm. there's what, a Battle Hardened, right? There's a Blitz there's Battle Hardened. There's a Battle Hardened, hardened a yeah. team event on Friday, and then just a skirmish. Like, there's just have a normal skirmish it's on Saturday. Scr just oh, it's just a skirmish. Okay. Just a skirmish on Saturday. Well, the Battle Hardened is on Sunday. Is it? But okay. the skirmish. So it goes Friday, Team Blitz event. Saturday, which? skirmish with a guaranteed Marvel play mat, which is sick. That's pretty sick. And then Sunday's a Blitz Battle Hard in the most competitive format in Flesh and Blood. So, like, it's just going to be a great time. First of all, Blitz is the most competitive format in Flesh and Blood. We're in trouble. So maybe let's not throw that out there. Second of all, I think Team Blitz is an incredible way to kick off any Flesh and Blood weekend. 100%. So good. Shout out, uh, what is it? Oh, what's Tommy's podcast name? You know, Tommy, come on. Fresh and Buds. Fresh and Buds. The That's best the one. podcast on it, Spotify at the moment. Uh, we're also on Spotify. And I thought you said we're not on Spotify yet. I thought you said you were working. Old, old episodes when the podcast was better before you got here are on Spotify. So That's right. So, so best current <laughs> podcast on Spotify. <laughs> Fresh and Buds. <laughs> Dude, but that, kicking off the weekend that way, playing that event mm -hmm. was so I much fun. I agree. That was fun. Just, like, you just hang out with your bros and you just... That's all you're Chill. doing. You're, you're right. hanging out with friends and jamming games and laughing about the game. You're enjoying yourself. I mean, yeah, you're, you're you're every time you sit down and play a trading card game, you're trying to do something, whether it's trying to pull off a combo, whether it's sure. trying to get a win, whatever it is. But, man, just such a great way to, like, meet people that you're going to see all weekend. So the fact mm -hmm. that they're kicking off this event like that, I, I think this is the best way to kick off. I think every event should kick off oh, with a team blitz event. Dude, like, what hey, a great way needs, to bring people uh, together. If anyone a teammate for the Blitz event, uh, shoot me a, a Twitter notification. This, this video comes out late, but if there's any time travelers out there, shoot me a message asking <laughs> to be on my team. I was just about give me to a say. deck, and I will join that team 100% for free. So just send me a message right now. Yeah, and it, it, breaking down just the formats, as again, we're not talking about necessarily the format of this event. We're just talking about events in general. Love yeah, the yeah. fact that, that this is kicking off. Um, um, SCG Con. But then moving on, we do have Pro Tour Lyle. We spent a lot of time talking about the Pro Tour format, talking about Worlds formats. We argued about Blitz a lot. We got into all that. But we want to focus this time on the calling. And that's because you found some some news from Fab Twitter. Break, drop I the did. news for us at the time so of the recording. I, yeah, so I was scrolling Fab Twitter just because I always scroll Fab Twitter. I like to see what the community's talking about. I like to stay connected. I'm on we also Twitter like to think much. of ideas for the podcast when there's nothing going on. We would we would never do that. No, we're we plan these podcasts months in advance. So we have the next six we, months already planned. We like you can we. just shoot me a message right now. I'll tell you exactly what next week's going to be about. We. Uh, I'm yeah, leaking we. those it's DMs. Me. It's I'm mostly I'm me and Mario. Those DMs. Like Mario is those great. DMs. He's amazing at the podcast. But Reach out to me for those DMs, guys. Uh, but anyways. What are we talking about again? Oh, yeah. Uh, so they're calling Lyle. Lyle? Lyle? Lyle. I, I'm calling it Lyle, and I'll feel free to be corrected in the comment section. Is already 75% sold out for the calling. This is something we saw at New Jersey for the first Pro Tour. The calling was sold out. Yes. Lots of feels bads. Lots of just, like, depressed people because you travel across the world to play Flesh and Blood. It kind of sucks to not be able to play. So they've already announced they're 75% sold out, and this is because... I'm going to assume they're doing what they did last time, where any Pro Tour competitor that does not make day two or does not wish to play day two gets an automatic spot in the calling, which I think is a good idea personally. How about you, Josh? So I've got mixed feelings about this. I, 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 Flesh and Blood, whether I agree with it or not, has committed to its, its 2022, its whole year of existence in 2022 is based around high-level competitive play. And I have been a stand for pushing casual, more for fun play, right? Because when casual players play against Moboxley or play against the likes of Team's Ascent, they're lucky that you guys are open and embracing the new community and helpful because there's a lot of high-level pro players that aren't, but not so intentionally. They don't do it out of malice. They do it because when you're extremely good at something and you're high level and you're competitive, you can come off as intimidating. And so it's hard to interact with those people, right? Mm -hmm. And so that that can be a challenge. But I also get that, hey, if this is the pro tour, we're bringing these pros out here. We want to give them something to do when they scrub out day one, right? So it's it's mm -hmm. it's it kind of flips 
it goes back and forth for me if they're going to market it as an event for everyone. If you're going to be like, hey, this is our pro tour. However, we want it to be a celebration. We want to surround our pros, our competitive players with the entirety of the community. I think you can't do that. I think if your whole thing is like, we are going to surround our pros with as many people as we can pack in one room to love flesh and blood. And that's the purpose of that calling. Then you can't do that. But if the purpose of that calling is to give your pros something to do after day one and then also market to your community hey come play against some of the best of the best join this high level gameplay you, who knows you could take it all the way to the top then i think that's a fair strategy yeah I, i've always thought these large events like the callings or like magic does grand prix is always interesting because you get both aspects you get like the more yeah. casual players that are just like i'm gonna go out and play some magic or flesh and blood and just have a great time and then you get the grinders that are like i'm gonna try my best to be the best yeah. And I think the Pro Tour calling is in a unique situation because you already have the best of the best traveling different countries, different continents yep. to play this amazing game. And then you just have the locals that are like, I kind of want to see what Flesh and Blood is like. I, so I would argue not even the locals. I think it's cool if you have the means to like, hey, I want to go to a major Flesh and Blood event. No, right, Your right. chances are big releases in Vegas or this. I think this is a really cool venue to be like, hey, I was there. I was at the Pro Tour. I like, do. I agree. And I think we need to emphasize these side events more. Like, make more casual side events. Like, try to push those more. Just so people can go out and just play Flesh and Blood with their friends. Meet new friends. Like, team events are great to make new friends like we talked about. Yeah. Let's get some more just like, you know, you sign up. You get paired with two completely random people. And you just play together. Like, I think team events with randoms to make friends is a great way to do it. But then I think so, that'd be fine. With that being said, I would like them to take the calling out of this then. So you don't want no calling, just pro well, tour battle hardened. That's all if, you're looking if for. If you're gonna hold spots for pros, I, I don't want a calling. I so want would you I want a bunch of side events that that can fire at any moment or or an, an uncapped event or could you do an uncapped calling it's just hard with I, if, if I it think blows it's up you're, you're yeah you're three days in yeah it's space it's, yeah for sure i think for new jersey they weren't expecting the calling to pop off as big as it did sure uh because i think they had the space and that space was pretty big like they had the banquet they had yeah. all that great stuff going on what a cool event i think too, they yeah. didn't expect one the calling to sell out and then two that battle hard was what 800 people 790 people like that just shows you how many people are traveling these pro tours yeah and i don't think they want to make the pros buy their date uh their calling ticket if they don't know if they're going to use it because then you have seats that are not being filled right because if you don't save them seats the pros sure. will just spend that 50 dollars buy the ticket anyways and now the people that want to play can't play because the pros have all the tickets i think this is a happy medium to not have the pros buy out the tickets Maybe, and maybe it's an option too. Maybe you give your pros an option and say, just to try to, I'm trying to think if we're going to do it this way, how can we open up more seats? So your, your every person can walk in mm -hmm. and play in an awesome flesh and blood event. And, and maybe the answer is too, when you register for the pro tour, you're a pro, you, you have a box to check. Hey, if I scrub out, I will be playing in the calling or I won't be instead of reserving the seats for them, for those who might not be playing. Right. But I, I think they. I think they, they just do the math, right? Because I think every pro is going to say, yes, I want to play the calling. If they don't make it, I think they're all saying yes, right? Because most of them travel so? to... I, I do, because they traveled across the country, even just across, like, state and or country lines, right? Sure. To get this big event. I think if they're going there, if they made the pro tour, they're, like, they're grinders, but they also just love the game, and they want to play Flesh and Blood all day. That's just me, yeah. though. Like, if I yeah, travel, no, I want to play Flesh and Blood all day, 24-7. Dude, I, 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 think, I think you're right. I just think there's, and we're probably not going to solve it like live on a podcast, live recorded, live recorded podcast content. <laughs> we'll we'll just go back not. and edit it once we find out the solution. That's all. We'll just... Yeah, we're probably not going to solve it. But I, 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 I do think it is, de it's definitely, it feels bad that, that I know like, people that, yeah, couldn't make yeah. it. It sucks. Right. That's, that's going to feel bad. However, I don't know, man. It's we're getting nitpicky here. It's going to be an awesome event. It's going to be so much fun. I I'm sad again. I'm at the happiest point in my life I've ever been. I'm about to be a dad. My my wife is up actually. She's asleep already because she's like I'm just Aww. exhausted, dude. That woman is a 
warrior. It is insane the things she can do while like as a pregnant woman. I'm like, holy crap, I'm not worthy. Like it's it's nuts. But I'm so I'm about to be a dad, so I can't I can't just like up and travel to these events. So I'm gonna miss a lot of flesh and blood events, which makes me sad. And I'm sad that I'm missing those events. I'm not sad for the reason why that I'm missing those events. Right. But I do miss like it's said that people aren't going to be able to experience. They're not going to have that same experience that I had mm -hmm. walking into a calling, knowing you have a spot. Like there's this, there's a yeah. weird like unknown hanging over you. But I encourage anyone, guys, if, if you can get out to these events, you need to go. It's some of the 100%. most, dude. It's some of the most fun, and like so many of these people you're seeing on YouTube content, and you know, featured in fab articles, whatever. They're so personable and open. Like you see these ascent players out there and you've now seen them on, on podcasts. You've seen them on their own solo videos. You've seen them on group, you know, fab, you know, hometown town halls and stuff. So personable, willing to talk you through anything, willing to chat with you, play side games. You need to get out to these events. I can't, I can't express that more. And like the main event, I have a main event, like Flesh and Blood during the day is a great reason to go. Everything that happens after those convention doors close is a whole other reason to go. The community, like, it's like move as one, right? It's mm -hmm. like we, oh, like, where's everyone from the convention going? Okay, that's where we're going. I've met people at one of these events and then you're suddenly having dinner with them. You're like, I just yep. met this person three hours ago. I am now invited to dinner. Like, I, Flesh and Blood is a great community. It's amazing. I like, linked a clip from the Calling Vegas two years ago. I walked into the event and people like were like shaking my hand. I was like, oh my God. I And we were not like huge, but the community is just so tight knit. And then Kitchen Table TCG stuck a camera in our face. And there's a clip that I shared. And it was like, it was like Louie's head and John's head and then my chest from here on down. <laughs> And like I was just like moments like that and memories like that. And we had never met, I'd never met any of these people before. And it's like, oh, you're instantly friends. It's crazy. It's yeah, so much fun. It's so cool. Like and yeah. a lot of these people, like, we're all adults, we all have jobs. So like I won't talk to a lot of my flesh and blood friends for like two, three months. I go to the event, bam, best friends again. Like we're hanging out, we're doing everything. Like 100 percent Amazing. Yeah, I say it's I say awesome. the whole I say till I'm blue in the face that so many of my friends now at this point in life are from this game. Like, and it's so cool. Cause you'll make friends in flesh and blood or whatever card game or hobby you have. I met Nick who was on the team. Stop Nick. Uh, yeah. what was it? 10 years ago? I was 16 in high school. I was driving to the card store to play with the wow TCG. He taught me how to play. And now Shut here up. we are 10 years later on the same flesh and blood team. Like you, these are friends for life. He was living in Denver. I was in Chicago. We reconnected to play this game. He was I like, hey, man, I heard you're having trouble winning. Come on out this way. It's a right, softer guys, field. The podcast. We're going to get you some uh, stuff. Hit the like button down below. Subscribe. <laughs> I'll see you guys in the next video. Bye-bye. Hit the dislike button. So, no, I, I, we do. We, we both agree. These events are so much fun. If you got there, get a chance. I can't wait to talk about like what happens at the event. Our pod the week after the event is going to be nutty. I'm so excited. I'm going to be like hungover after my cruise that Sunday night, being like, "Yo, man, <laughs> yo, what have I, dude? I'm so excited. I can't wait." So, guys, make sure you're subscribed. That. I can't wait. What? Mm. I'm going to be streaming that the, the coverage live on the cruise ship, like. Just watching it. I can't wait. Like, I, thought you, I thought you meant live at your YouTube channel, which, guys, if you're not following YouTube.com slash MoBoxley, go give him a follow. Dude, I think you – did you jump to 200 subs? I jumped a while ago. Yeah, yeah. I jumped yeah, to 200. Dude, now we're crushing 300. It. Let's go. Hey, I'm trying to post a video every week. Uh, This week I posted a – how to – like the new Kano deck list. The Kano deck list I will be bringing to Worlds unless something crazy happens and this video gets 1,000 likes. So when you're I'm ready to beat in. Mo Bogsley at Worlds, you know what he's on. I will, I, I will give you my deck list. I, I yeah. will 100%. The deck list is there. I'm ready to play Kano. <laughs> I believe this week after this video, I'm recording a Kano tier list, like which kind of uh, decks you're most <laughs> and worst excited to see. And it's a Kano is, tier list. Which Kano is best Kano? No, more, more like which heroes you're the best against. Like which is your good matchups, what's your bad matchups as Kano. Oh, that's interesting so content. I'm just, yeah, I'm into yeah. it. So go ahead and subscribe. It's it's free for now. <laughs> it's always going to be free. I don't know who you think you are. It's free to subscribe to my channel, too. It's free. Just go subscribe to for any now. channel. For it's now. all free. For now. It's all free. Just just wait. Just wait. Okay. All right. Well, but anyways. Outside of your YouTube yeah. weird conspiracy theories, yeah, these events are going to be sweet. But let's touch on the market a little bit. There's not much to talk about uh, today. Uh, we were having an interesting discussion beforehand where 
Flesh and Blood is in a unique spot where it is so much better to buy singles than it is to buy sealed product mm -hmm. that it's a really cool time to get out there, try a bunch of these decks, build more casual decks, and build decks for all your friends so anyone can give this game a try. Build commoner decks, build any deck you want. I, fab singles are super affordable right now. You should go pick up whatever you need. It's a great time in the game. Mm -hmm. this, is a, this is a player's market, which is my personal favorite market because I'm a player. Like You can go out there, you can get your cards, and then spend extra on the bling if you want the bling. You get the best of both worlds. Bling is still expensive. 99% of the deck is still cheap. Like you can just do whatever you want and it's great. I I I I haven't built more than one modern deck because I was like, modern's too expensive in magic. My I can't, I can't do it. Flesh and blood, I'll splurge for, I'll spend it. In magic, I'm like, I'm on a budget. I'm only spending this much on modern. And then I go and I build five pioneer decks and I buy all foils. Like <laughs> I can't, I Listen, foils are the life. Like Pioneer is so affordable and I'm like, so I'm that guy in Flesh and Blood where I'm like, yeah, but I could get the cold foil. So I think okay. I'm just, I'm just going to get the cold foil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Mr. OG Riders. Good. I, I don't have them yet, but something interesting in the market is the price of PTIs are currently increasing because of the prize support at Worlds. Yes. So before this, PTIs were sitting around five to 700 when I was seeing online. Now I see the asking price almost tripled, about a one thousand to one thousand five hundred for that PTI. I was about to say, like, I, I thought up. I saw close to fifteen to eighteen hundred. They are mine. going up now because of worlds. That's... Uh, so like the pro tours, people were like, eh, "I don't want to spend because like the return on investment's lower." Yes, being able to say you're at the very first worlds when you get what was it, like two grand for top sixty four or something, it was a lot. I don't know the yeah, numbers yeah. off my head. But, like, people, that price is going high. This is a sell, sell, sell if you have PTI. Yeah, so if you have PTI and you're not going to use it. For... <laughs> if you have PTI and you're not going to use it, make sure you don't use a podcast to try to uh, sell that right PTI. 1,000, 1,000 to the guy on the red, 1,000 going once, 1,000, 1,500 to the right, 1,500 to the right, 1,700. Josh, what's that? 2,000 for Josh? 2,000 going once, 2,000 going twice, 2,000 sold to Josh. Okay, cool. You guys will now see Josh at the Worlds. Congratulations. I was wondering how long you were going to do that bit for. I was going to let you go. Go for it. Dude. I was going to keep it. going, but yeah, we got, we got stuff to do. But we have, I, so, and, and spoiler alert. So we don't have much to talk about in the market this week, but there may be coming up next week on the pod to talk about the, one Whoa. of the largest flesh and blood deals ever. What? Possibly. And how that's all, that's all. That is all I can say, but I think there is might be some huge market news to talk about this in the coming weeks. Two way conversation. There's, there's a I, no. It's, I, there's a lot going on. You know, ears to the ground. I do some inside reporting, some scoopy scoops, some scoopage myself, if you will. So <laughs> we'll see. But there's a lot happening in the fab market behind the scenes. It's it's definitely a market for singles. Get your singles, and if you're on the hunt for singles. Buy them from minmaxgamesfab.com. Use promo code HTTCG for 5% off your singles order of $50 or more. And some of that goes back to help the channel. So you guys be helping out the pod, helping out the channel. Appreciate you guys and helping out Ascent. Also, while we're here ending the pod, Ascent has spun up a website, ascent-gaming.com. You can go buy cool Ascent merch featured on their website. Learn about the players. Watch some of the content. These guys are out there grinding, dude. Oh, Shout out Belva for that awesome work. What? I will have a hat on next week if you want to see the quality. If you want to see it, I will give an honest review next Sunday on the podcast. I have a couple hometown TCG hats on the way myself. So Ooh, I got to put down the Cubs hat. hat. Dude, I keep getting comments on the Cubs hat, and then I have to inform people that I don't like baseball. I just also don't like brushing my hair. I mean, the Cubs are the worst Chicago baseball team, so I will agree with that. That is a bad First hat. First of all, this it hat looks was amazing. This hat is it incredible. Looks good I got it this looks hat. really good. Thank you. I got this hat going to some game, and they were handing them out at the door. And That's a super cool this. hat. Like, yeah, it's pretty sweet. If there's anything I, else but the Cubs, I would love it. That's the only downside. You sound a little salty. Salty, salty, salty sailor. About what? About the fact that we're going to move into the closing crazy <laughs> comment section, and I didn't take away your comment this week because you I'm a much time. nicer guy than you are. So, Mo, 
you get a chance to respond to one of our commenters. And if you'd like to be featured in the closing crazy comment section, make sure you visit youtube.com slash hometown TCG. Watch this episode of the pod and supply a comment for the comments section. You might have a chance to have your comment featured by Mo or me. Mo, what you got today? So I got a comment by Clark Jason. Ooh, let's he go. he said, with that stash, gotta get the stash some love. I envision Mabogsy eating Al's beef and then screaming his head off at Soldier Field while wearing a Bears track jacket. And all I will say about that is Raider Nation, let's go Derek Carr. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Raider Nation, baby. Now you know what it's like to be a Bears fan when you're cheering for a quarterback where most of the NFL fan base goes, Ugh. like, I get it. You like your team, but it's a tough quarterback well, to cheer I, for. Are you shooting a, shooting a shot at Derek Carr? Uh, don't get me wrong. Ours is worse, but we're not too far He was off. like top three in passing yards last year. Derek Carr is the real deal. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I love that man. I he, he's going places this year. Okay, so all right, so Derek Carr, Derek Carr, next uh, next guest on the pod. I, I'll give him a call. You know, I, he's kind of busy right now with preseason. He's I'll give him a call, you, dude. You're one of his three fans. I'm sure he's going to pick up the phone. Like that's more fans than the Cubs have. So I'll, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> all right, I want to feature this week a commentary <laughs> Dan Bellati. Or maybe it's Boyati, depending on how Italian you're feeling for the comment. And it says, make your bed, LOL. I also want to feel Sideshow on Acid. Dude, make your bed. And Sang Sue in the comment section saying, tell Mo to make his bed. Also, everyone else in the comment section that said, Mo, make your bed. And guys, I want to point out, if you want Mo to make his bed, I'm not going to tell him to make his bed. You can visit him on any of his socials. You can visit him on his YouTube channel. And you can tell him how triggered his unmade bed makes you. But I will point out, I will not be sending that message onward. I don't care if he makes his bed or not. You know, it looks made to me. I don't know about you guys, but that looks pretty made to me. Ignore the blanket right there on the ground. But besides that, it looks pretty made to me. It does Again, what's the point of making your bed, though? Like... What's the point? I, someone from the comment section is going to tell you. I don't know the point. But the point you of making your bed is when, you're, when your wife tells you to make your bed. Before you go to bed. You're when like, your I'm wife tells bed. you to make your I'm bed, that's when you make your bed. No. Like, All right, this cold. I just gra- No, this, this is, is a making your bed podcast now. Like, this is not a making your we, bed no, podcast. We have to continue. Like, I refuse to have a making your bed podcast. This is it. We're moving. Listen, you're going to be a dad soon. You're going to have this conversation. and I'm going to make other people's beds. I'm not going to make my bed. I'm going to make other people's beds. My bed? Come over and make my bed. You know, anyone in the Denver area, feel free to come over over every Sunday. Come over every Sunday before the podcast. You can make my bed. If I'm making your bed, you're calling me dad. Okay, daddy. Actually, you already did. That was always very weird. Anyway, this podcast has spun completely off the rails. Are you happy you said that into a microphone? That's a clip that will live for ages. (laughs) I cannot wait. When you win worlds, that I'm just spamming that clip all over Twitter. Oh my so gosh. It's like a gif. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. This is so great. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've liked what you've seen here, we didn't have much to talk about this week. Early week, Mo Boxley going on a cruise. I tried to convince him to shoot next week's episode from the cruise ship. Uh, he'll be doing it hungover and tired from his home instead. So looking forward to that. I will give you last words. Anything you want to say to the fans and people out there of the reaction phase? Ooh, last word. There's a lot of pressure. Uh, there's a lot I could talk about, but I'm on the spot now, and there's not much I can think about besides someone that's going to the Pro Tour. Please sell me your promo weapon because I need one of those. <laughs> also, buy my PTI. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for hanging out, everyone. We'll see you around next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>